Well, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about acceptance. This episode is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health inpatient, registered nurse, and professional content developer. So let's talk about acceptance and delve into a few topics that surround acceptance. First and foremost, what is acceptance? There are two types of acceptance, internal and external. Internal acceptance refers to accepting yourself, i.e. self-acceptance, while external acceptance refers to submitting to the reality that external events are what they are. It doesn't mean that you have to approve of whatever the situation is. It simply means that you acknowledge things as they are. There's a big difference between acceptance and approval. And in a 2017 Psychology Today article by Denise Fournier, she wrote, Acceptance is acknowledging what's already happened. Approval is consenting to more of it in the future. Acceptance simply means that you're facing reality as it's being presented to you so you can make a decision about how to proceed. Another way of looking at it is summed up in the words of Michael J. Fox. Acceptance doesn't mean resignation. It means understanding that something is what it is and that there's got to be a way through it. Here's the thing. Acceptance does not mean just getting over it or giving up. It it means being willing to acknowledge that what is, is what is, and that the circumstance of the past cannot be changed. However, however, it's also about knowing what it is always possible to change events. Remember, knowing that it is always possible to change events for the better both now and in the future, which might sound like a total paradox, but I promise you that it will make much more sense as we explore this topic further. Let's jump into the role of acceptance in good mental health. This might sound like a pretty big statement to make, but 
I'm going to make it anyway. Acceptance is one of the most important and fundamental aspects of good mental health. Why? Because the opposite of acceptance is resistance. And resistance is important when it comes to human rights violations and social injustices. But when it comes to your mental health, all it does is create additional unnecessary suffering. Life is full of challenges, and and to live means that we each will experience a whole spectrum of emotions from the great through to the painful. We have a tendency to focus more energy on the negative, which is why it can be difficult to let go when we're suffering. This is where a focus on building your ability to accept things as they are can then help you to focus your energy on moving forward rather than weighing yourself down and increasing your suffering. Acceptance forms the foundation of many spiritual and philosophical belief systems. For example, the second noble truth of Buddhism is desire is the root of all suffering, which perfectly describes lack of acceptance, i.e. wanting reality to be different to what it is or ignoring reality. Think about a recent political example, and I don't usually bring politics up, so to be clear, I'm commenting on the situation that occurred and not whether I agree with it or not. Brexit. When the result of the vote was declared, there was an absolute uproar followed by demands for a second vote, etc., etc. So much energy was wasted on fighting against accepting the reality of what had happened in order to move forward. And it's an extreme example, but I bring it up because so often we can find ourselves wishing for a do-over and playing the what-if game where we imagine how things might have turned out differently, especially when we're not happy with the result. But life doesn't look like that. There are no do-overs. That doesn't mean that we don't use our voices to demand better, but we also need to be realistic and deal with the things as they are. I particularly like this quote by John Kabat-Zinn, quoted in a 2015 article about acceptance in psychology today. And he says, Acceptance doesn't, by any stretch of the imagination, mean passive resignation. Quite the opposite. It takes a huge amount of fortitude and motivation to accept what it is, especially when you don't like it, and then work wisely and effectively as best as you possibly can 
with the circumstance you find yourself in and with the resources at your disposal, both inner and outer, to mitigate, heal, redirect, and change what can be changed. End of quote. Acceptance isn't about giving in or giving up. In fact, Acceptance takes courage, and and it's really quite possibly the bravest thing that we could ever hope to do in the face of adversity. In that article by Denise Fournier that I mentioned earlier, she she wrote, Failing to accept reality creates suffering where there's already pain. It creates confusion where there can be clarity, anguish, where there can be peace. We don't accept things in order to change what's happening, nor do we do it in order to feel better about it. We accept because it's the only logical thing to do. Whatever is happening is happening. Whatever occurred already occurred. We embrace reality because it's already here, right now and resisting it won't make it go away. End of quote. Changing the way you think about things is not impossible, but it's also not easy. It takes time, effort, and perseverance. Why bother then? Well, because it's worth it, and it helps you to grow. And with that in mind, let's get into uh, the how-to part of this podcast episode. Let me just make note that here that I mentioned two types of acceptance earlier, self-acceptance along with accepting external events. And I'll be touching on both in the how-to part. Let's start with self-acceptance. How can you improve your self-acceptance? Well, self-acceptance goes hand-in-hand with self-esteem, which is something I'll be exploring further in a future episode. And I've touched on a few related subjects in the past. There are a few important things to consider when you're working on improving your self-acceptance. The way you talk to yourself matters, which is why I covered it uh, on a previous episode. So be conscious of speaking to yourself and thinking about yourself positively. My general rule of thumb is if you wouldn't say it to your elderly grandmother, then it has no place in the dialogue you have with yourself. Remember that you have value no matter what. You are worthy, you matter, and you have something to contribute to this world. If if you don't harm yourself or others, well, and you are kind to yourself and others without taking any shit, and you give more than you take from this world, then you are a decent person. And if we all focus on being decent, this world would be a much better place to live. You will make mistakes. If you make mistakes, that's okay. Mistakes are learning opportunities, and they are how we grow, how we evolve. I talked about mistakes 
in a, a couple of my episodes. And I did so because the notion that learning to be okay with your mistakes and forgiving ourselves is another one of the most fundamental and foundational aspects of good mental health and well-being. As I said back in previous podcast episodes, learn from your mistakes and be kind to yourself. Then accept it and move forward. Everybody makes mistakes. Other people's opinions are not facts. They are opinions. Don't let what other people think hold you back from being the best version of yourself that you can be. I talked about opinions in a podcast episode. And I encourage you to check that one out if you haven't already. Know your strengths and all of your positives and make the most of them. Know your weaknesses and all of your learning opportunities and make conscious effort to be a little bit better every day. Listen to yourself and and trust your instincts. As Lao Tzu said, at the center of your being, you have the answer. You know who you are and you know what you want. If you're dealing with mental health issues and self-acceptance is a sticking point, work with a professional counselor or therapist and or find self-paced tools. For example, self-acceptance, the key to recovery from mental illness by Asher and Hastings, which is a practical workbook for groups and individuals published in 2015 and available in print and ebook. Now, let's talk about how to get better at accepting things as they are. First, make a choice. Do you want to feel stuck or worse yet? dragged down by circumstances and events? Or do you want to feel positive about your life and to have as much control as you can, given the reality that there will always be many things outside of your direct control? In the words of William James, acceptance of what has happened is the first step to overcoming the consequences of any misfortune, end of quote. So let's use coronavirus as an example. There are many who continue to fight against it in the sense of not accepting the reality of what is or airing grievances about the behaviors of others, including their government. But what does that do? The virus doesn't give a shit about politics or any of this nonsense. It's just spreading like any disease does. There is so much judging and finger pointing going on, which is leading to even more extreme behavior as people protest about having to wear face masks or complaining that the economy should be prioritized over public health and safety. You can get caught up in all of this and the feelings it triggers for you based on your individual beliefs. Or you could approach this situation with an acceptance mindset. Things are as they are. 
and no amount of fighting or finger pointing is going to change it. So what do you do now? Do you continue to waste your energy on the problem? Or do you accept things as they are and become part of the solution? There's only one smart choice in any situation, especially a crisis like this. Focus on yourself rather than what other people are or aren't doing. Accept things as they are and do what is writ within your control to make things better. And by all means, join the chorus in terms of demanding fairness and kindness to all in terms of medical attention and financial support. But but don't let that be an excuse for then getting into arguments with people whose belief systems are fundamentally different because you are never going to convince someone to change through arguing. So it's... It is up to you to accept that fact and focus on what you can do instead, which is to be positive, to accept things as they are and to contribute to change by focusing on what's within your own direct control. Acceptance takes work. It doesn't happen just because you decide to flip a switch. Acceptance takes conscious effort. You can do this by cultivating greater self-awareness in terms of how you instinctively react to situations and do the work to build and maintain a positive mindset. Also, engage in activities that support acceptance. Focus on doing things that make for a better today and tomorrow rather than fighting about what happened yesterday because the past cannot be changed no matter how hard you resist that truth. It is what it is. It's happened. Focus on relationships that promise acceptance. If you're around negative people all the time, it's virtually impossible for that not to rub off on you. You can't change other people. So instead, choose to be around people who have a positive mindset and who embrace acceptance. Yes, that's hard, especially if that means spending less time with people you love because of their negativity. But you have to decide what's more important to you, the relationship or your peace of mind. Sometimes you just cannot have both and you need to accept that fact. Pursue emotional experiences that boost acceptance. Focus more on can instead of cannot, on will instead of won't. Say yes to opportunities more often and say no to things that take away from your sense of peace and calm. Change what you can. Let go of what you cannot. Sometimes that means having to change the way you look at things that are out of your control. Sometimes that means having to walk away.
completely. Now, you should practice acceptance daily. Running late due to the traffic, instead of focusing on the negative, let go of what is beyond your control and focus on what is. Find refuge and joy in the little moments. Those little moments are what really matters in life. And once you embrace that mindset, it changes how you choose to exert your energy. Consciously practice acceptance of others. This is one I haven't really explored too much as part of this topic. But let me say that when you judge other people, it is the opposite of acceptance and it's damaging to them and to you. And I'm talking about actual acceptance here, not tolerance. There's a big difference between acceptance and tolerance. And I, for one, am not prepared to settle for just being tolerated because that's not true equality. This is a much bigger topic for another episode. But suffice it to say that equality and acceptance go hand in hand. Moving on, because prevention is better than cure, there are many things you can do every day to build greater acceptance, such as mindfulness practice. Slow down and be aware of the present moment. It doesn't need to be a grand production. Gratitude practice. Again, it doesn't need to be some massive undertaking. Just take a few moments each day to think about what you appreciate in life. Breathing exercises. They help to center you and bring you to the present moment. And they can even be done in just a minute or two. Journaling. You can journal to deal with things or process through things that you're you're struggling to accept. Or you can simply focus on getting your feelings out and letting go of things. Again, it's worthwhile getting professional assistance to help you develop a greater sense of acceptance when it comes to external events, especially if it's something you struggle with. See a counselor or a therapist weekly or every once a week uh, in the evening to help you work through practical ways to build greater acceptance, especially for events outside of your control. So when it comes to acceptance, what it all boils down to is this. There are so many things in this life that we have absolutely no power over other than how we respond to them. And when when we spend too much time focused on what we can never hope to change, We create unnecessary suffering for ourselves. You will never be able to avoid negative stuff because it's inevitable in life. But what you can do is accept the things as they are rather than wasting your energy resisting reality. Instead of focusing on the negative, that energy can be more effectively used to focus on what you can do today to make things better in order to create a much brighter tomorrow.
And I'd like uh, to leave you with a quote by James Baldwin. And that quote is, not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. This is real life. I'm Lisa. Stay well.